Hey, Fit Pros, before we get to this new episode in the Kips podcast, I want to quickly share about our newest course on Kips, Social Media for Fitness Professionals. This course is all about the fundamentals. As a Fit Pro, you know how fundamental exercises are important for building a foundation within an exercise program, and that's what we're going to be doing in this course. Authored by me, Tyler Valencia. I go through the stats involving all the major social media platforms and then show you step-by-step how to do it. In the first lecture, I build a fictitious business branding kit with a new logo, color wheel, and font. And then we use those to set up new Facebook pages, start a private group, how to use Creator Studio, set up a basic Facebook ad, set up an Instagram, how to post on Instagram, and how to set up a YouTube channel. We do it all in this course, and one of the best parts is you can get your continuing education credits. Head to the link in the description to find out more. Let's get to the show. Welcome to episode 76 of the KIPPS podcast. My name is Tyler Valencia. I'm the president of KIPPS and Time to Train Fitness. I have another solo podcast episode for you to listen to. And this one kind of spawned from the last best of episode that was released. So that was the November issue that was released maybe two weeks ago. And at the beginning of that, I went on a little tangent talking about YouTube, the benefits of YouTube, why I hope that instructors, health and fitness professionals take that step to integrate it in some capacity. Now, it doesn't have to be all in. Doesn't mean you have to go all in and start making workouts, releasing full-length content. Use it in some capacity. And so I thought it would be a great longer episode in terms of this episode. I'm only going to talk about YouTube. I have a outline right here of different benefits I'm going to talk about. And I'm going to talk a little bit about the realities too, in terms of who I think will either stop or don't want to get into YouTube. And so with talking about YouTube, one, I'm passionate. Some people might say I'm biased with it because I do have a business that is already on YouTube in terms of it's a monetized workout channel. And I am looking at different ways to expand with Kips onto YouTube because I think that it is a very reliable and a very fun way of introducing something into your business. And when I talk about monetization with YouTube, I want to make sure I clarify that at the beginning of the episode. There is a monetization program. It's called the YouTube Partnership Program, and you have to meet two standards in order to apply for it. So if you've ever been on YouTube and you've seen ads that are in the beginning, middle, and or even overlays with it, typically a channel that is based on YouTube, they have applied and they are part of it. So they make money off of that ad. They make a percentage of it. And it's a way to make money on YouTube. Is it the only way? No, there are definitely other ways, affiliate marketing, partnerships, collaborations, things along those lines. But getting to that step, it takes 4,000 watch hours and 1,000 subscribers. So it's no joke. It takes a bit. And depending upon your reach, your audience, and your skill set, it could take a long time. And Prior to getting my other company's channel monetized, 
it uh, was something that I've seen people struggle with for years and years. So I'm very fortunate that we have one already there. So why do I hope people take action with YouTube? It's mostly because of the options that you give yourself. I think that strategy is a big thing. I've talked about that in other podcasts. And when I have talked about it, I always say it's a strategy. It allows you to create content to start somewhere. So you're not aimlessly just throwing stuff out and hoping that it hits. It gives you a starting point to make content. And from that, you learn a lot. And so I'll actually swap some things around here because I was going to talk about the basics later. But with YouTube, there are some basics that you want to hit. If you put any work out there, any content, any videos, of course you want to hit these things because in my opinion, and I've said this before, different blog posts, podcasts, that there's no part of, I'm just going to throw something up on YouTube and see what happens. There's no part of that that's professional. There's no part of, I'm just going to yell at my computer screen for an online workout and hopefully people like it. YouTube is a professional platform in terms of you go on there, you watch videos, you start going through content. It's pretty amazing what creators can do all by themselves with cameras, editing software. A lot of them can do it on their own. So with you just throwing something out there, why are why is somebody going to want to watch your workout? Why is somebody going to watch it for five seconds that doesn't know you, knows nothing about you? You're like, oh man, like why would I want to stick around for this whole thing? When there's another workout right over there that it, it sounds professional, looks professional, and it is. Those are the things to think about that if you do go into it, do the basics because you're going to learn a lot throughout that process. And having a starting point with your business to make content, to build from there, you're going to learn so much from it. So who do I, who and who will probably not get it, who won't take those steps? Because I've lectured about this topic at conferences. I've heard all the questions. I've heard all the vents about how long you've been in the industry, why technology doesn't work for you, all those things. And my guess is the fit pro or health and fitness professional that's quote unquote already tried it or believes they don't have enough time to learn the new skills. And we all know those health and fitness professionals. And I don't mean to offend anybody when I, when I say that, when I try to categorize them. But when that is your outlook, it's tough. It's tough to listen to an episode like this or to even go to potentially workshops because you're already kind of set in your ways. You think that you already have it figured out. But as we know, it doesn't even have to be with online workouts, any area of the health and fitness industry, that there are things evolving, better techniques, better practices that come out. And so being able to open up your mind to the process of it and learn a new skill set and not give up it takes time. It's hard. It's definitely hard. And so I hope that somebody that is that person that oh, I've already tried it or believe they don't have enough time, that they hear that. It's not a call out on them, but I hear hope that they change their mind and consider it, especially if they do want to make a living out of this industry. Because as we know, and I always talk about this, is that this is a hard industry to stay in because of the competition, but also the realities of it, of the hours and the marketing and the, and even just local online, all that kind of stuff. There's a lot in it. So that is one harsh reality that I'm going to start with there. There's another area that I'm going to talk about right now, and that's why do I think people will stop? Why do I think people will stop 
YouTube. And I'm going to get to the exciting stuff in a second, the, the benefits and those types of things. But a little bit of harsh uh, realities of it. But why do I think people will stop? And to be honest, I think it's the results. And um, I will say I'm lucky enough that I had watched and continue to watch things about YouTube, talk with others that are on YouTube, that I just kept to that mindset of it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. We're not seeing the results that you want, but it's a marathon because it's not like one month, two months. It could be a year, two years. And it wasn't till I fully focused my business, Time to Train Fitness, on YouTube in terms of making thumbnails, descriptions, titles, workouts, and fully transition them that the results started to happen quicker. Before that, I tried to basically double dip and have an on-demand platform on a different website and utilize YouTube or try to get some content out there. And it wasn't until fully integrated that the results happen sooner. And so I did it in under a year, but I had a good head start with it that I kind of had some workouts that are in the 45 minute range on there. So we were getting watch hours, but it wasn't until that commitment happened. And I'm glad it did because I really learned a lot through that process. Now, there's one other part that I've already talked about with the learning the new skill set and why I think that people will not get it in terms of they don't think I have enough time to learn that skill set, but I, that's another part that I think of why people stop because it's not just one item. And that's a conversation I have with instructors that teach for time to train fitness. And we're talking about why one video did better than the other. And it's not one thing. It could be a plethora of things or why one video exploded. It could be many things. But if you are doing so many things right, that means that you've learned so many different skills that you're consistently hitting that those skills on a weekly, daily basis. So those are hard things to do. And so learning new skills, perfecting them, continually working on them, it's a hard process. And so those are kind of the harsh realities of YouTube in terms of why do I think people will not get it or why do I think they will stop? I'm going to talk about now a benefit that I will say this in different podcast episodes all the time or whenever somebody asks me, what do I do? Or um, if you're <laughs> at the time I'm recording this, holiday parties are probably in full swing. So people ask, what do you do? And oh, like, what is that? Why do you? And I'll share right away. Like, why do I like YouTube? And the big thing is it's a different mindset. If you've been in the industry for ooh, three months, maybe even less than that, you know that it's a me versus you mentality. If you're working at a facility and even if you're a small business within a, one city, a town, a community, it's a me versus you and it grinds on you, that type of mentality. Because if you're not on, are you, you're not going to get paid. If you're not consistently creating content, building area, different things in your, your business, you're not going to get the income. You're going to build your revenue streams. And with YouTube, it's not that. It's not me versus you. It's not cutthroat. You're not fighting with a channel that's similar. And I'll give you a an example right here because I'm working on it right now with a different channel that I'm working with another collaborator or another content creator on a collaboration where we're going to do like a 50-50. We're going to do, he's going to do 20 minutes of a workout. And this gentleman has actually been on this podcast, Joe Alvarado. 
and he's going to do 20 minutes of a cycling workout. I'm going to do 20 minutes of a strength dumbbell workout. And we're going to do one for each channel. And we're going to promote them. And we're going to collaborate. That We both have workout channels. We both have cycling on our channels. But we know that growing our audience, we're growing channels that we want to open up our members. And somebody listening might think, oh, well, well, isn't that one, if you, isn't one of the subscribers just going to go to the other one then? Well, what I've kind of seen with YouTube is that subscribers go to multiple channels. They go to multiple channels and they just want to watch good content, workouts, get variety. And it's not that, oh, I'm, I only do this one channel. They go to different ones and they engage with all of them. That's the thing that is, I, I got to take a second there. Like, isn't that sound fantastic? Doesn't that sound fantastic that people go to different workouts and they engage with them and they actually leave comments and want to be part of your communities and promote health and happiness? That sounds like like a, a fantasy land almost in the health and fitness world. But that's part of it. The different mindset of YouTube that you're just working on being creative, collaborating, putting out good workouts that people are going to enjoy. How do I keep them engaged, watching, and creating content that we know helps others? That you're not fighting for somebody, that you're not trying to make the craziest exercise that when you do with your clients, that somebody else is going to watch it. Oh, I want to do that that workout right there that has the suspension training, the dumbbells, the the BOSU ball that you're balancing, and then you're going into a push-up and jump. No, like just do good stuff and people will follow. And so that's a big one for me. And that's why I started off with it, that it's a different mindset with YouTube. And going right after that, following it up, the whole growth mindset. And that's something that I've always heard about in a professional career, not just with health and fitness, but with business, having a growth mindset and the importance of it, thinking optimistically and I know that that sometimes gets beat down, that if you're optimistic, that, oh, you're not being realistic, well, wouldn't you rather be positive and thinking about how you can build instead of tear down? And with YouTube, it's about the journey. And that's why you have to be optimistic. You have to think about growth. You have to think about what did I learn throughout it and how has it impacted? You can literally, if you are putting full effort into YouTube, you could do a how I started, if you've seen those types of posts, how I started and how it's going kind of thing. And in one month, you could see a big improvement, <laughs> a drastic improvement. That's if you are doing those things, you'll see those things right away because it's about the journey, what you learned from it, how it's impacting your journey on YouTube. And with creating new content, that's what it's about. How do I make this the better each time, just slightly better. And when you look at content that you did six months ago, three months ago, a year ago, you're like, why was I doing that? Why was I putting that content out? Because you didn't know, but you kept with it and you stayed optimistic and you put solid content out there. So keeping a growth mindset, I love that aspect. I love that benefit of it, that you are always in that mindset. You're not having those thoughts creep in about, Am I hitting my my sessions goals? My all am I getting enough people in my classes? Things along those lines. Now, one of the things that I do want to throw in this episode is about not 
necessarily having to use YouTube full time. And I briefly talked about that at the beginning of this episode, but I'm going to bring it back now because I mentioned it in another episode. But you don't have to use it strictly for an online workout or fully committed in it. You could use it as just a piece of your business because if you are looking at maybe I want to put more emphasis on my blog or my newsletter or even my social media, how do I do that? And I said this at the beginning, how it creates a starting point. But if you are, I'm going to give you an example here. If you are going to create content on do this instead of that, I just put out a reel on that. But do, here's the tips I want you to use on your push-up or use this tip for your squats. And you want to make a whole series on those little clips, two minutes, three minutes, five minutes, whatever that might be. Slap your logo on it. Do a little couple transitions. uh, Use your microphone stuff that you maybe you already have. And you put that on YouTube, you know, you of course, and I hope you do this, you put your branding, your your background images, your logos, all that kind of stuff. You do all that. Now, what do you have from it? You have content for your blog. Do you have content for a newsletter? And you have content for social media that you can start to build all of those items. And customers notice those things. They notice the work that you put into it. They notice the professionalism and they feel better investing because they know you are professional service. And so building all those items out right there just from just one single concept of, oh, wow, I just all I did was I wanted to make a series of videos. Wow, that's pretty impressive right there. And you're not fully going all in on YouTube. You're just using it as a tool. You're using it as a tool platform to build out those other items and you can use it until you're ready. You could start there. You could start with just making these little tutorials. And all of a sudden, you might be like, wow, I have a decent amount of subscribers. The content I'm putting out is solid. It looks great. I think I might be ready now. And you can always make that transition. It doesn't have to be a full all-in right away. But caveat, make sure it's good. Learn through that process, too. Don't just throw things up. With now the basics, yeah, there are plenty of basics out there. There are so many videos out there. You And this is probably why I've never made one of these videos. But there's so many basics of YouTube. Make sure you do this. Thumbnail. Make sure your, your description is song title. Yada, yada. And I'm not trying to discount that, even though it sounds like it. It's just there's so many out there, and I've never made one because there's so much out there for resources to get started. You don't have to think, and you shouldn't think, that you're alone with it, that There are so many starting videos that can help you out that if you really do want to learn those things, get a pen and paper out, watch those videos, type it into YouTube, and there will be pages upon pages. And especially ones that get updated, there'll be the 2023 version, the 2024 version, 2025. Every year, there'll be a new video at the start of the year, three months in. Get started on YouTube today. Things you want to make sure you do. So don't think that... There's nothing out there. There's so much out there, okay? So that has really been this episode on the benefits of YouTube, why I hope that instructors take this and hopefully grow in the new year. Add a piece of it into your business, add some element of it, and utilize it to learn, to grow, to change your mindset, and to build your business, advertising, online workouts, whatever capacity you want to use it in, It's there for you. It's so powerful. Just 
be willing to learn. Be willing to learn. Share this episode with another Fit Pro. I appreciate those that do, that help this podcast grow, that have been with the podcast for the last, uh, I think, two and a half years since we started. I mean, only on episode 76, but that's because we want to make sure we put out good content. Continue to share it. I appreciate all that kind of great stuff. And I will see you in the next one. Hey, Fit Pros, it's your host, Tyler Valencia here. I quickly want to share a free resource we have on the KIPPS website and YouTube channel. If you're struggling with your online workouts or just want to see the items that we recommend, check out our virtual training resources page. You'll find breakdowns on streaming setups, reviews on microphones, and other free videos that can help you build your fitness business today. Did I mention they're free? Go check them out at the link in the description or head over to our website to find them under the blog tab.